This episode of Nomi Athlete Radio is brought to you by our very own Compliment Plus, the perfect complement to a plant-based diet with just the hard-to-get nutrients and nothing else. Learn more at lovecomplement.com and use code NOMEAT at checkout to save $10 off your first order, plus access our brand new meal plan and coaching app. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to NOMEAT Athlete Radio. Matt, I've been uh, I've been thinking about sleep a lot recently because I was just working on a little email about sleep for a compliment, and um, and it got me thinking. Are you uh, are you still taping your mouth shut? <laughs> I have I have temporarily paused the taping of the mouth shut. The problem is that no tape was sensitive enough for my lips. It, it's like mm. it's even like the easy off easy, like dressing tape that one would use to change I guess bandages or something even that is just by the time you wake up it's like glued to your lips and it stings <laughs> and it's not good so what happened though is uh my wife Erin the other day saw I don't know if she I think she got an Instagram ad maybe Instagram heard us talking about it or something but she saw <laughs> that there was an ad um for a company that I think was on Shark Tank called Somnifix S-O-M-N-I-F-I-X and uh, and she ordered me some. So there, there are these little things that that are meant for this purpose. And apparently, they said the biggest complaint people have was that things hurt their lips. So these won't. But uh, that was, huh. that was a couple weeks ago now. So I'm a little bit uh, wondering if they're going to show up at all. But <laughs> it might be an Instagram hoax. <laughs> it could be. It could be. It could be that, Elon. So Musk that's when to send me crypto. <laughs> <laughs> so that um <laughs> that uh I mean that's kind of. Uh, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole, but uh, that's a little bit freaky because that, that is an ad that you wouldn't normally get. Like a lot of times it's coincidence, <laughs> right. you know, like, right. oh, I'm looking for new shoes or whatever. And all of a sudden they start showing up. <laughs> um, but, you know, that you can brush that off as coincidence. But something to tape your mouth <laughs> shut <laughs> for sleep. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's, I didn't think about that. That's a good point. This is pretty, pretty strong <laughs> evidence. You know, yeah. being watched. <laughs> uh, that's really yes. funny. All right. Good. What else you got? I know you have another thing to ask me about. You said, "Yeah, yeah." I had, so okay, so um, this may. Uh, all right. So I, I follow your son on Instagram, right? Okay. Mountain Good. Football Kid at Mountain Football Kid. He puts mm-hmm. out these uh, epic uh, reels and and videos of him juggling and uh, juggling the the soccer ball and and playing, you know, scoring goals and all that stuff and. <laughs> Every time I watch one, it just looks like he's walking all over these other kids. Like, is that is he just so much better than anybody else, or is it just a highlight reel that makes it look that way? Uh, I mean, he's a, he's a really good player for sure, but the teams he's on are are really good too. And so, you know, he he's he's a good player on these teams. It's it's the yeah, certainly those are highlight reels. It's like if you look at, I I think especially in youth sports, if you pick out only the highlights it can look like someone is just <laughs> just way better than everybody else. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. A little bit of both, maybe. A little bit of both. Because you, you, you can just watch the, like, sadness fall to the kid, the other kids' faces <laughs> as he, like, does some, some crazy move. Uh, I think I the, know which one you're talking about. You know the one where it went between the kids' legs or he nutmegged yeah. them? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, he's big on those nutmegs. That's, like, uh, I don't know. When I, played, when I was little and played soccer, which was – barely playing soccer but it was serious enough then uh 
Like no one actually like if someone got nutmegged, it was an accident or like some weird thing. But you pass yeah. it. But these futsal futsals like the indoor soccer thing that he plays, and there's this game called Pana, where it's like they're in a cage, and they the whole point is to meg each other, and if you do that, it ends the one on one match. Um, megging is like a huge part of that culture now. So like he just knows huh. all these different megs. So he like has all these things where the ways you meg somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's 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 fun to watch for sure. Well, well, that's good. Yes, and I'm actually driving to Atlanta today, uh, which is a four-hour drive oh boy. this afternoon for more soccer. So that should be good. Oh boy, sounds I know. fun. It is. It is. Oh hey, one more Instagram uh, bit. Our friend yeah. Carly, who was on here two three weeks ago, who, uh, Plant You, she made the New York Times bestseller list, which I was. She did. Yes, I was very pleased. She came in number four, just like the plant-based athlete did. Uh, hopefully she will last on that list longer than we did, but her book ran out as well of, as like like the old Nominati cookbook days um, ran out of stock. So who knows if if that will prevent her from staying on? But I sure hope so because it's she's a, I don't know. I as I as we watch her do her thing and like do the lunch week, which I had done six months ago, or whatever, and do all the Instagram lives and all the podcast. Like yeah, you just got the sense that she's very uh, very professional. She's not just like another Instagram influencer who kind of you know, lucked her way into it, and she, she works really hard. So I'm very proud to see that. That is that is great. I'm, I'm glad to hear that as well. Yes. So good job, Carly. And you love the book. I still haven't gotten it. But, I do love uh, the book. Well, you're not going to for, for months because it's out. That's you out. You can't. I mean, yeah, I think Bummer. it comes back in June. I know. Yep. You'll have to follow follow me for recipes. But you should probably pre-order it now if you're interested. Or not pre-order, <laughs> but order it now so that it doesn't run out again. That's right. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> we have no affiliation, by the way, with uh, with Plant You. No no financial. Other reason. than other than a friend, yeah. She's just a friend, yeah. Yep. All right. On to today's topic. We got a heavy one today. <laughs> <laughs> Well-researched and... Uh, Okay, so no, let me let me set this a, one up. Okay, what the only thing I'll say about it before is what it's a topic that a little theme that is in the background often of several Nomad Athlete Radio episodes. So I'm glad we're having an ep- episode entirely yeah. devoted to it. Especially, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll leave it at that, and we can go back into that theme a bit more. Okay. So let me let me set the picture here. Okay. It's it's Monday morning. It's okay. President's Day. We have taken the day off as a company. Mm-hmm. I drop my daughter off at school. I head to the trailhead. I'm I'm setting out to to do my first solo long run in probably three months because I've been anytime I'm doing a long run, it's it just worked out that I've been with a friend or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, maybe since it's Monday, maybe since uh, you know, just where my head's at these days with work and just feeling like I need to need to work. Um, I I had a line. I had three podcasts. Uh, lined up that I wanted to listen to, you know, that were kind of related to work. And, um, and, and so I, you know, I put on my shoes and I hit the trail, turn on the first podcast. And within like five minutes, my blood is like boiling up a little bit. I'm getting really anxious. I'm just feeling really overwhelmed. Uh, just listening to the podcast. I'm like, okay, I got to turn this podcast off. Switch over to the next one. Wait, wait, why five minutes later. You were mad at the podcast? No, I think I was just thinking a lot about work and thinking about like, to-do lists and uh, uh-huh. things I should be doing instead, you know, or things I could have been doing, doing instead of, instead of running. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and yeah, 
that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> um, and so then, you know, I switched over to another kind of work-related podcast and um, a marketing podcast. And um, again, within five minutes or 10 minutes, I'm feeling the exact same way. And I'm just feeling really stressed. So I'm like, okay, I got to I gotta stop with that stuff. I'm going to put on a podcast that I enjoy listening to, like just a, like a casual podcast. Mm-hmm. Again, within five minutes, boom, I just can't do it. <laughs> and I, I just, I'm like really frustrated. I'm, you know, at this point, I'm maybe half an hour into the run and um and i'm just like i'm not enjoying myself i I was wishing that i was at home so that i could be working i was i was just feeling really overwhelmed by by everything that was going in and and i was like no like this is my time off this is i have a long run that i really want to do i'm gonna go climb this mountain and um and so finally i just like stopped it the music and and was trying to think about what i would or i'm sorry the podcast and trying to think about what i would want to listen to next and uh and like almost immediately, just everything started feeling so much better. I could hear the stream that I was running next to, you know, and I could hear some birds chirping. It was still pretty early. So like, you know, the sun was just kind of coming out and lighting up the trail. And I'd been so focused on trying to be productive and, and listen to something, kind of ingest some some sort of content that um, I had totally lost sight of what I was actually doing. And... um and so for the rest of the run, you know, the next couple hours, I, I was music and podcast free and I was just so much happier and so much more, I don't know, like in tuned and, and enjoying the experience that much better. And it got me thinking, and this is something we've talked about, I've been thinking a lot about, but it like kind of came to a head over the, over the course of that run. And it's something, of course, we've, we've like, as you mentioned, we've talked about it on the podcast, but, um, I I am in such a bad place with feeling like I need to be listening to something or doing something or being productive or ingesting something at all times, whether I'm washing the dishes, whether I'm cleaning the floor, whether I'm hanging out with the kids, whether I am um, going for a run. I, I feel like I always have to have something in my ear that's just, whether it's the news or a podcast or music or something, that I can't just like be. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I have been meditating. We've talked about that. I've been meditating almost every day and I'm enjoying that. But, um, you know, aside from that 10 minutes, it's like always something and it's, uh, quite frustrating. <laughs> yes. Uh, good. There's a lot of, a lot of things here. And like I said, we have talked about a lot of these different things. So people, who, people who have been long time listeners will probably, probably recognize different elements of this, um, so okay, I have a couple. So we we have an episode from a long time ago that was one of our most, I probably one of the most popular at the time it came out, uh, which was about like, are we? I think it was called improving ourselves to death or something like that, and it was all about like, are we just doing too much self improvement? Where you know, like instead of instead of actually just stop improving for a little while and just live, which is sort of the whole point of the improvement is to, well, maybe get to a point where you you just enjoy your life. Um, Although if that is the point of the improvement, then I think I think the improvement is misguided. But anyway, um, the other part here is, um, ah, sorry, I just I just lost my train of thought. Um, but uh, anyway, whatever, I'll, I'll come back to it. Um, so I guess my my question for you, Doug, is is do you feel like is this is this that you think you should be doing these things? And if you're if you're not, then you get antsy because you're not doing something that you should be doing, like like how it often feels with work or is it more just that you, you know, 
start start doing nothing and then feel like you can't do nothing because you just have this impulse to, you know, because you're like, I don't know, afraid of the boredom of just not doing anything. Yeah. Like what kind of well, the, I, obligation or is it just more like a, a habit addiction that you just have to? I think it's, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that if, um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm spending a lot less time on social media than I was say this time last year. And I went through that. We, we that well documented here, my, uh, social media, um, uh, obsession for a while mm-hmm. and, and how I, um, went through a challenge and, and it really has that, that like has been a lasting thing and is, is not something I miss or, or regret at all. So like the instinctual habit of kind of pulling out the phone and looking at something, uh, is much, is, is much lower than it used to be, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I've replaced it in many ways with, with like having something that I, that some sort of entertainment in my ear. Um, and, uh, and I think it's a cross of both feeling obligated to, to be productive or to be multitasking, you know, even if it's listening to an enjoyable, you know, casual podcast or, uh, or the news or something like that, that's not related to work. Um, then no matter what I'm doing, I'm always doing something else as well, right? Like I'm, I'm learning something or getting information or laughing or whatever. Right. Um, so I think it's, I think it's a little bit of feeling obligated to like, be as productive as possible, but then also just um, instinctual in that like silence is is scary or boring or something like that, which is which never used to be the case for me. I mean, I used to I used to never run with headphones in uh, for many years, and and I used to quite like sitting in silence mm-hmm. um, or doing things in silence. But it's just kind of been a transition in that way. Yeah. Okay. So as you were talking, I remember some of the things that I was wanting to, I guess I was kind of wanting to draw examples of where we had just been talking about these things recently um, mm-hmm. and, or, or in the past, because there's so many things that I'm just suddenly occurring to me. I remember we had an episode where you were talking about gardening and that you had this tendency to put podcasts on during your gardening, but then you were saying, maybe I just should not do that. I think, do you remember this one? Yep, I do. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had that, which was more or less the same thing, but it just was, right. didn't sound like quite such a serious, urgent uh, concern of yours <laughs> yeah. then, as much right, as like, right. a, you know, want to try something. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was talking about trying to actually read somewhat less and just do and enjoy more, mm-hmm. um, which is really the same thing. It's just like, it's more input. And we mentioned the Tim Ferriss four-hour work weekend. He has that mental diet where he tells you to stop reading everything, including the news, um, including any nonfiction he says, like, some bit of fiction is fine. And not, no one's to say Tim Ferriss is, is right or the authority on this, but, like, it was an interesting, back then when it came out, it was sort of a um, a very strange thing to hear, just having someone say you shouldn't be putting in all these inputs. This was in 2008 or whatever, and people weren't saying that so much then. Um, and then the silence is scary thing, that, that occurred to me just yesterday on my run. I was thinking about um, the way that I've talked recently about this new fitness approach of mine where... I'm, I'm not doing any long runs. It, it's not true that I'm not doing any because I just did a 12 miles this past weekend and I have several more 12, but like never gets too much longer than that. Uh, and so they're manageable and I can do them without feeling like I have to listen to stuff. Although in the past I probably wouldn't have been able to, but I was just thinking about the issues around that and, th- and thinking why why do I hate long runs so much and am I, am I so susceptible to like this feeling of, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if boredom is the right word. I, I feel like that's mostly what it is, but it's strange because I, this idea of being afraid of like silence or afraid of to just be alone with your thoughts. That's that is like a kind of I think 
maybe not a modern phenomenon, but it's one that is talked about recently. And it's one that mm-hmm. people talk about meditation kind of being the the antidote to, like the, the thing that you train yourself to be okay just being by yourself. I remember Leo from Zen Habits, one of his old <clears throat> things was, was how, you know, I, I think somehow that had been his inspiration to kind of begin this path he was on. Like he realized that he was just not okay being by himself in an empty room with nothing to do, no stimulation. He, it was like a terrifying thing. And I think for most people, that's the case. The vast majority of people that I know, although I don't go in many people's houses these days, but like, you know, 10 years ago, to me, it was very weird when I got rid of TV and stopped, or even before I got rid of TV, when I just mm-hmm. started making this conscious effort not to put the TV on when I was in a room, like, unless right. I wanted to watch something, right? It was just such a habit before, was turn it on because you need that noise. Right. And if you think at, about that at all, like, people say, well, I put that on for background noise. Like, why do you why do you need or want background noise if, if all it does is pull you away from whatever it is you're probably trying to do? Um, mm-hmm. But there's there's this thing there that people just, like, can't be alone with no sound uh, and and no input, and so anyway, I I I think certainly that's a big part of the running thing. Like I'm I'm not afraid of sitting there by myself, but somehow when I have the pain of the running as well, or just the very very mild discomfort of a long run, uh, and knowing that there's still a whole lot to go and a, and you know no no stimulation in sight basically for me, uh, that's that's what's really hard for me. Like I can just sit there if I'm in sort of peace, but if I'm in any bit of discomfort. Then to not have a distraction is really hard for me. And I think that's largely what I didn't like and don't like about long runs. Um, yeah. So anyway, so this is all, all very relevant so, to things we've been talking about recently and, and super yeah. interesting. I never, I never really thought about the, the TV thing as a, a good parallel to this. But you're exactly right. I mean, a lot of people just have the TV on all the time if they're in the house. And maybe multiple TVs in different, room, in different rooms. So you always mm-hmm. have something. Um, and we, we, we've never been like that Um but essentially, uh, doing that with with podcasts or or news or whatever. Yeah, and so I guess with news, it's a little different because with when I would do that, when I used to do that with the TV, like I might put on the cooking channel or whatever Food Network, and I I wouldn't really care if I didn't catch something. Right, it was just, it was just literally on to keep me company. And mm-hmm. if I missed a show or missed a ten minutes, it didn't matter. I've never ever had this issue with podcast i don't want to say an issue I, i've on one hand it's an issue on the other hand i've never been able to just listen to podcasts while i work uh the way that i could listen to the radio when i work for you know, because like listen to music on the radio or listening to music because i can't if i'm listening to a podcast i'm, I'm listening because i want to catch every second of what they're saying mm-hmm. i'm not just listening to it to be kept company by the voice um and i just can't do that i just like i'm not i'm i, I realized it 15 minutes ago but i haven't heard the podcast <clears throat> and so i that has never been my problem but like do you, do you just have it on, or maybe not recently? Maybe if you if you stopped because of this this uh, incident. But like, would you typically just have a podcast on during a workday and just like be listening to podcasts, even though you're not really listening, not really hearing them? Um. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Like, I have a series of, you know, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I have a lot of long form podcasts that um, that are. Uh, are ones that I enjoy listening to, but you know, if I'm missing some part of it because I'm also reading instructions on uh, what I'm cooking or you know whatever, then then or I'm distracted by you know by a, a kid, then um, yeah, you don't then care. Just I don't care. Yeah, just for the most part. right. I mean, sometimes I would pause it and go back and that kind of thing, but like you know, yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it is for entertainment value uh, or to catch you know to just kind of 
especially around news, just to kind of catch some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if, even if I miss some of it, like that's fine too. Right. Okay. So here's a question that, that has come up for me when, as you were talking, when you, when you have this, I guess, I guess what I'm wondering is, and, and my hypothesis is that, because I've seen this in my own life, when we have so much stuff we want to do, because there's so much noise coming in, so even if it's not work-related, but like if I just want to listen to whatever, some new podcast on fitness or, or catch a new episode of some show that I would be watching, there's there's so many things like this now, right? Because the world is, or the internet is fragmented in a good way, meaning like that if we have an interest, we can go find that exact interest and we can find lots of content on that exact thing, which you never could do before when we had, when we had right. you know, three or 30 channels on the TV and that was all you could get. Uh, now, whatever you want, you can find lots and lots of people talking about it and doing stuff and producing content on it. So there's way more content than we can possibly keep up with. Uh, and this includes just things that are purely entertainment. Like you might like a comedian or something and they, they put out a funny thing and you just, you want to listen to it. But like, there's so much of it that it almost feels like our job and our purpose in life is kind of like to keep up with that flow and not Mm -hmm. get behind on it so like it almost feels like listening to things that used to be our entertainment and our enjoyment that that has now starts to feel a little bit like productivity because we really want to keep up with this one you know comedian podcaster and so if we can knock out one of those episodes while we're doing something else we have succeeded in knocking one more little to-do item off our list and, and keeping up with this thing we want is is any of that behind this, like the need to be entertained? That it's not so much that you're looking for entertainment or company, but more like you want to make sure you're staying on top of your stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've never really thought about it that way, but that sounds that sounds right. <laughs> that resonates <laughs> with me for sure. Um, you know, to to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since you know, there's several that I listen to, and so you know, when you get when you start getting behind, you get behind on a lot of them and. Uh, you know, but it oftentimes just like these episodes, it, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter at all if you miss one. Um, I mean, it matters a lot if you miss an episode of Nemi Nathalie Radio. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely right. go back and listen More to that. But other podcasts, like it's not like you're missing a, a big part of the important story. Um, right. But yeah, no, I think that I think that's that's true. And then and then it's also the case like if it's a if it's a podcast that is somehow related to work, then like wanting to. Um, you know, make sure that I'm staying on top of those and that kind of thing. Um, but, but even if it's not related to work, even if it, you know, if it's a political podcast or something, um, you know, just uh, something in the, in the space that I'm interested in, just, you know, feeling like I'm, I'm up to date on that. Mm-hmm. So then I guess I wonder where the line is and how do we know where the line is? Because, like certainly even when it's purely a work thing like i know people talk about workaholism and all this stuff that people work too much but like it's 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 okay to be really into your work and to want to be striving to be better and to you know even when you're not technically on work hours to be working on work because you're trying to upgrade your skills or whatever like that's a that's a, a really great thing if you're into what you do for work and you're not doing it because it's like some weird obligation where you feel like you can't not do that Mm-hmm. Um, or, or maybe even if it isn't, maybe if, if work is your passion and, and you feel like you can't not do it because you care so much about it, then maybe that's not a bad thing either. But I don't know. Like I, like I think back to my hundred mile training when I was, I don't know, it was like a seven mile run that I did almost every day. Maybe, maybe, not, maybe in my head it's that it was probably four times a week. 
Um, <laughs> but then I had the long run. It's like every morning, every lunch, every dinner. <laughs> uh, but I would listen to these like business podcasts. I think it was Entrepreneur on Fire was one of them, mm-hmm. and I just loved it, and it was great. And like I, I learned a ton. I got a bunch of ideas. That it was like really good creative time because I think when you're running in, at an easy pace, you actually get into a, a more creative state, more receptive to new ideas. Uh, and it was great. It was perfect. So like then it was not at all out of balance. It just felt like a good thing. But I totally get what you're saying about like there are times, even when I'm driving sometimes nowadays, like I, I just got really sick of like always learning something. I like learning, love learning. But like the idea that I always had to be like filling every hour with putting stuff in, like I just go through periods where I just don't want that. And it's, to hear it is just adds, it probably has to do with stress. Like and if there's stress in other areas, mm-hmm. then I just don't necessarily want that during these times, I'd rather have this little silent time to just process and do whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Like yeah. it's yeah. I don't, I don't want us to say, make people think that like it's we're saying it's bad to be listening to work stuff on your non-work time because that's not at all true if it's if it's something you're passionate about. But I just certainly I think most people are heading in this direction of just all the time stimulation. So like, where's the where's the actual right amount? Mm-hmm. Well, so so two things uh, that you just said that I wanted to talk about or touch on. Uh, the first is, is that what, like, so the stress part, uh, is, you know, I think I was going into that run feeling stress. I know that I was going into that run feeling stress anyway. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of add the like work element to it, um, which it could have not been work, you know, and, and even when I did try a non-work podcast, like it was still stressful, just like having anything that like would have, that was getting my mind racing a little bit was, uh, was adding to that stress. And so I needed to like step away from the, the input. Mm-hmm. The second thing, though, is is processing. If you're if you're constantly receiving information, right? If you're just and and even if it's a variety of different information from um, from work stuff to news stuff to entertainment, you know, just anything. If you're just constantly receiving, when do you have time to process it? When do you have time to actually think it through? And that creative, um, you know that that space to get creative, oftentimes. Is, is just it's not existing for me or it's not existing in long chunks like it used to um mm-hmm. where i wasn't when I, when I was going for a run for a couple hours not doing anything or mowing the lawn and not listening to anything or um or going on a bike ride or, or just whatever you know and uh and not not getting that input and then i would i had the space to to process it and then i you know and then that part would be done and i could bring in more but i feel like i'm just filling all those voids with with input and never processing any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's really important, and and I think people overlook that all the time. I think it's it's very easy to forget or or, or never even understand uh, that like that that processing is necessary, and that this kind of idle thought about something that even something that's out of your control, like I don't think that's wasted. I think I think it often is just something we have to go through, and there's a um. There's this sort of philosophy. I don't. I don't know where you would put this. It's not religion. It's not. It's not like New Age stuff. But like it's called. Uh, it's called Three Principles, and it's this big school of thought founded by this guy named Sid Banks. Uh, I think in the '70s or '80s. But like it has a lot of people. If you look up Three Principles books on Amazon, you can find all different kinds of things. And for a while, I was into this, and I just read these books. And they're just. It's kind of a weird branch of whatever it is, spirituality or personal development. I don't know. Uh, but like. One of the principles that that they talk about is thought, and these principles is like a, it, like more like three pillars is the way of thinking of their use of principles. But one of them is thought, and part of it is that like thought is this thing that that like 
it very easily takes over and makes us think that that is the primary thing that <laughs> uh, is of primary importance in it. But like, but often it's ah, not, okay. Let me go instead. Give an example. If something bad happens to you. Some some you know surprise event, and for the next hour to six hours after you have heard about this thing, this news in your life that is not good. It's all you can think about. Your brain just races and races and races on it, and you just can't mm-hmm. stop thinking about it. And then, and then the next day or two days later or three days later, even when nothing has changed about the circumstances, it is exactly the same bad news. The impact is still the same as it was. There's nothing any better about it. You can, you can then not be feeling stressed anymore about it, or at least not nearly to the level that you were. And the only thing that has changed is that time has passed, and it has allowed, you have allowed yourself the time to think about that event and to process it. And I think that's what, uh, and I think as you as you recognize this, like once you get that thoughts kind of exist in this way, like like those thoughts of yours, when they are happening in that initial three hours after this bad news, and it's all you can think about it, it it seems logically that you would that you would never get out of that that thought pattern because it seems like if nothing fixes this, then of course I'm just going to keep stressing. But once you understand that all it is is this little process that has to happen, and then after that it will be better in some ways. Not, not, it's not like the circumstance changed, but, but the, your experience of it right. becomes better just because you went through this period. I think once you realize that, it also shortens the amount of time that you need to be in that thought processing phase because you can just a little bit, be, you can be a, one more step back from everything and, and understand how, how the process works. So uh, anyway, to me, that when I went through all that stuff, that sort of helped me understand like what you know, what we're talking about. I just gave this example, this, this, this sort of tangible reason of like why you actually need that processing time. Uh, and I think, I think runs and things like that are a really good time to kind of do it. Driving as well. Like I think sometimes if I put on music, um, I guess music to me is a little bit different than these things where you're learning something or listening to someone because you can actually mm-hmm. be completely lost. in. Th- I mean, I guess you could do the same with someone talking. You could be lost in thought about something else. Um, but it seems like it's easier to get there usually when you're listening to music. And, uh, and yeah, I think it's, I think it's a super important thing. And I think, I think if you fill that space with input all the time, then you don't ever, you don't ever get to do it. Yeah. I think, I think that that is hundred percent true. Uh, in, in fact, for me, and I certainly know it is. And if you are, if, if you're, if those, like something bad happens, those, those kind of bad thoughts come into your mind, you're frustrated, you're angry, whatever. If you try to immediately kind of distract yourself with with something else to, to right. like because you don't want to feel that then it's just gonna prolong it and you're gonna feel it again as soon as the space allows and uh instead of kind of giving yourself the opportunity to move past it you're you're just prolonging it and that is that's actually a consistent theme in stuff i've been reading recently i've happened to read have read, i'm almost embarrassed to say this i don't know why but uh the mark manson book subtle art of not giving a, a bleep mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say because I don't. I don't want to deal with the editing thing. Uh, <laughs> Why are you embarrassed by that? I don't know. I just uh, that book for some reason for the longest time I have not wanted to read. I guess somewhere I read that it was Buddhism for frat boys or something, and okay. I just thought I'm I'm above that. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Read it. But I've read I'm it. I, or I've been Buddhist. reading it. <laughs> what? I'm a true Buddhist. <laughs> exactly. An elitist Buddhist. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, one of the things there, and then this other book I've been reading uh, or that I read earlier this year. Which is a fiction book called uh, called Zorba the Greek, and I don't know if I'd recommend it, but I it, I've kind of enjoyed it. Um, has some has some sexism in it. I will, I'll say that. So not everybody will like it. Um, but like both of those had this theme of like 
that painful stuff is everyone thinks like life is just like it's about being happy and trying to be happy and therefore when painful stuff comes up the goal is get out of that pain as fast as you can so you can get back to the the you know the goal of life which is being happy but like we've talked a lot about these different forms of happiness that there's that there's enjoyment in the moment and then there's actual fulfillment and the idea is that really like sometimes going through pain like because it's such an essential part of life and this this emotion that unfortunately well in some ways unfortunately we don't allow ourselves to feel very often and we we have to feel less of it which is a good thing uh than perhaps we used to but yeah we want to move so quickly through it we want to distract from it that that like we're you sort of miss out on a lot of the richness or the texture i guess of life when you just bypass that phase and i think it probably in the long term leads aside from leading to other things that like pile up when you just avoid facing a difficult situation i think perhaps also there's like a loss in the long term of just general fulfillment uh because you haven't allowed yourself to experience this kind of larger spectrum of emotion so mm. i i really think as, as much as it's and maybe it's easy to me to say right now because i'm not going through anything that is really painful and when i am in that pain it'd be much harder to acknowledge that this is a good thing um but i do i don't know i just have the sense that like we should kind of embrace those painful moments and and face them and feel them and all that rather than you know try to move quickly past them i i believe that too <laughs> good i do very good all right um, so why don't we pause for a second to thank our sponsor comment plus um and then maybe talk about uh kind of my strategy to to combat yes, this a that's little what we bit. need practical tips hacks hacks gotta right. hack it <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode is brought to you by Compliment Plus, the eight critical, hard-to-get nutrients on a plant-based diet all in one place. Doug, I think we can all agree, you and I unanimously, as well as every single person listening, that the plant-based diet is a nutrient powerhouse. It is. No doubt right? about it. No one yep. – you speak for everyone listening. I, I speak for everyone listening to this podcast. That <laughs> okay. it is, yeah. 100%. But no matter how great the plant-based diet is for your long-term health, no diet is perfect. Even a well-planned diet like yours and my plant-based diets, Doug, and everyone listening, 100% of people, can lack a few important nutrients for your health. And that is where Compliment Plus comes in. We provide the eight hard-to-get nutrients in science-backed, bioavailable amounts, all in a simple black capsule that you take daily. It includes the nutrients you hear a lot about, like vitamin B12, D3, and the DHA and EPA omega-3s. But we've also added a handful of other nutrients that are technically available through plant foods, but that most of us don't get enough of, like zinc, iodine, K2, magnesium, and selenium that's it everything else you're probably already getting in abundance through plant foods and doug as i've said before that is that is exactly you know we invented this this compliment plus to solve a real problem that was that was occurring in my life and our co-founder matt tolman's life um that we were just you know i had read the research from all the plant-based docs and i had done you know pulled together a lot of sources and decided that these were the things that i wanted to make sure i was taking so that i could feel good and feel that peace of mind about the diet choices so that when people, you know, would criticize it or question it, I could, I could know in my head that I was doing everything that was right and making the best choices I could for me and my family. And so these were those things I wanted, but I was having to combine all these different bottles and they would run out at different times and all that. So like finally we said, let's just, let's make the product that the plant-based world needs, which is, which is all of these things in one place. Uh, and so that's what we did. And I'm grateful for it. There we go. Banter. That's the banter part of the ad. That's <laughs> Plus we have some exciting news. Right now, when you subscribe to Compliment Plus, you unlock 90 days of our new meal planning, nutrition coaching, and community app, Compliment Well. You can learn more about Compliment Plus and the new app at lovecompliment.com and use the code NOMEAT at checkout to save an additional $10. 
That's lovecompliment.com and use code no meat to save. All right, Doug. All right. How do we so, hack our attention? That's so I uh, I searched um, my favorite podcast provider to look for episodes on how to uh, turn off podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> bad joke. No. Uh, yeah. So basically, what I'm doing here is what I, what I would like what I would like to the end goal to be, and this is something that you know we talked a couple weeks ago about how. Um, my uh what i'm what i'm really working on right now when i'm when i receive uh, an email or um a message or news or whatever that like makes me want to immediately respond and kind of get maybe a little worked up about something is to take a beat mm-hmm. take some breaths just pause for 30 seconds 60 seconds um and uh and in silence and 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 before immediately responding and oftentimes that means that i ended up not responding immediately and just kind of putting it off or not putting it off in a bad way, but like, yeah. Uh, giving it space or, yeah. um, or just feeling a lot better and kind of not, not being so reactionary. And, um, and that has, that, that has been working for the most part. I've, uh, been successful in kind of making that a default. And so what I want to do now is do the same thing, but with, with listening to where, um, and consumption where, uh, the default is nothing. And then if I decide I want to listen to a podcast, there's nothing wrong with that. If I decide I want to turn on the news, nothing wrong with that or music. But the default shouldn't be, okay, um, I am getting in the car or I'm going for a run or I'm doing the dishes. What am I going to consume? It should be just I'm going to go do those things. And if I decide that I want to listen to something, then I can. And that is, of course, a lot easier said than done. I mean, that is really hard to implement. Um, but... I'm just trying to add that check where, where I, I check in my, with myself and just kind of ask mm-hmm. myself, do I really want this or am I doing this because I feel like it's a habit or I need to do it? And, uh, and you know, it's only been a couple of days now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's, that's been successful and other times it hasn't. Um, but, you know, like yesterday I, I went for an hour run and didn't listen to anything. And, um, yeah, you know, certainly like uh, – this morning, I was um, my default. My, the first person to wake up is Chloe, our youngest, every morning, and she wakes me up. And my default has always been to put something, to listen to something in the morning uh, while we're hanging out, because we have to be silent for the most part, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, the past couple of days I haven't done that. So you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to check in with myself and make sure that I actually want to do it to, to break that, break that initial habit. Yeah, so we can call your hack mindfulness. Say you <laughs> yeah. mindful. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, no, I and think... and we'll see. I mean, like I said, that's like way easier said than done. Like, you know, it's really easy to say you're going to do that, or and to do it for maybe a couple of days, but then the habit creeps back in. And... Definitely, definitely, and that's what I said when you first said that you were having this thing where you were trying to now put space in between the stimulus mm-hmm. and, and your reaction so that you could respond thoughtfully uh, which i think is great and and i think a, a really really good skill i wish i was better at it it's so hard in that actual moment like when the stressful thing comes in to remember to do your to do this thing but but like you said like that's that's sort of part of the practice uh and and yeah i think i think a lot of people who try that will make it a day or two or an hour or two and then then forget uh but you know set some sort of some sort of reminder that that like is visual that will at least at least Three hours later, you can see this thing and re- realize that you've been forgetting. Maybe that would help. You know, a um, little bow around your finger, perhaps. 
<laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I think what you're saying is great. Um, so I guess t- just to to paraphrase, I think you're saying, it, uh, you know, I guess I guess be intentional about what be deliberate about the things that you're putting on. Um, mm-hmm. So that so that when you are listening to something, it's because you actually want to, not because you're just automatically doing that. Uh, so that's good. Oh, I can't I can't believe I missed the actual hack part. I forgot to say the actual hack. <laughs> was part. There, hack was part. there a hack? Which I is I, I'm I, just I, making fun of hacks. I didn't know we had a hack. No, well, I guess this is a hack. The, the, the um, which was to delete to re- to remove the podcast app from my home screen. Ah, there we phone. go. Okay. Um, so that that forced me like in so then the instinctual like pulling out the phone and clicking the podcast app, um, it forces you to to do something slightly different, which then created uh, which triggered the take a beat moment. Does that make gotcha. sense? Yes. We have such different lives. I don't like. I don't know where the podcast app is on my. Phone. I don't even know what that is. I just I just Google things and listen to them, and or type in iTunes whatever. I just I don't know. I don't know. Not and this is not necessarily better. I'm not saying this is better or that I'm more enlightened for this reason. I I literally just I don't have these things on my phone that I just do. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's not better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Exactly. No, I know. It's, it's in many ways it's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So good. I, we I, mean, are, I think we are so I, different. We're we're alike in many ways and very different in other. Yeah. Ways. Right. But no, I mean that's. I think that that does fall into the realm of hack, and, and not not the bad kind of hack. That kind of hack that's like uh, that's actually a useful thing because you have now created a little bit of space or, or a little bit of an obstacle or whatever that now mm-hmm. you have to get over. Um, so that's that is great. Just like you know, turning off the notifications of the phone or whatever all those good things we need to go find the find the thing that you're that you're wanting to do so okay we talked in the beginning though about the boredom and the fear of silence and all that oh yes uh yeah. mm-hmm. so even if you are successful in this habit of like making the decision do i actually want to listen to something or not i'm imagining that there are going to be some moments like like when you're in the morning with your daughter um when it's just sort of quiet and you know you started perhaps filling that space with sound because it was also kind of boring and not, sure. you know not to say that you're a bad parent if you're bored for being with your kid in the mornings cuz i get that <laughs> i definitely i remember you know that, the early days are hard they were the hardest ones and maybe that's maybe that's not unique to say that but i i just felt like the earliest days it just it just got way easier once the kids could talk and do stuff yeah um, yeah but but so like so now that you're in those moments are you finding yourself ever you know, do you get ten minutes in and say like I just have to listen to something now? And and if is it okay if you do because like that would be yeah. then satisfying the mindfulness requirement that you say I actually do want to listen to something, or or are you like also trying to gradually improve you know strengthen your muscle your ability to be alone and without noise so that you can say like I kind of want to listen to that now but I also want to just have some more time of not doing that and getting better at this. Uh huh. So I think it's probably a little bit of both because uh, I definitely. A hundred percent over this week have have uh, five minutes in or ten minutes in turn something on, um, mm-hmm. and and that's fine and like and and I'm okay with that. I'm not beating myself up about that at all. Yep. Um. At the same time, yesterday yesterday's run, for example, yesterday evening I, I went for a run. I would have a hundred percent tried to listen to something uh, before, um, and intentionally didn't this time, and intentionally stopped myself from like everyone when I was like oh should I you know I'm kind of bored now like no I'm I'm not going to so so at that place I was kind of trying to train the retrain the muscle to 
mm-hmm. to um, to be okay with that. But in the mornings, or you know, uh, on a car ride, or yesterday, uh, I was sitting outside eating lunch and um, <clears throat> and listening to something, and, and I'm okay with that. Like that's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want to listen to anything. I'm not saying I should cut out all podcasts or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so a little bit of both. And I think that they're both important, right? Because I think it's, it's if I if I just went cold turkey, no podcast, or like forcing myself to um, not listen to anything except when I was in like setting out time to listen to something, then I would, you know, I would probably, it probably wouldn't work, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that would be hard. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Um I don't have much to add here, Doug. Um, well, okay. My my final my final question to you. Is, I mean, so we touched on this a little bit, but do you think that this is a do you think this is a new phenomenon that uh, that we just have zero attention spans or that we have zero capacity to 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 be in silence? I mean, obviously. I mean, you talked about uh, you, you you touched on this a little bit already. So just you can shut me up if you want. But um, you know, I think that like obviously. 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, well, maybe more than 10 years, 20 years ago, like you couldn't, you couldn't listen to stuff all the time. Um, and, uh, and so you would be doing things because unless you had a like portable radio with a, or if you had a, okay. Yeah. So you're saying, okay, because you have no way to actually do it. Not that there wasn't enough content available, but that you couldn't physically have. Yeah. Yeah. that, That you couldn't go for a run and listen to something. Um, I mean, maybe 25 years ago, I could dismiss them probably 20 years yeah, old you know, now. You ever, you ever bought your bought your CD player on a run? Yeah, yeah, they get the anti-skip. Uh. <laughs> God, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I know. And you were like, I having got, to like hold it because if, if you put if you wore it, like if you put it in a backpack, <laughs> it would five seconds in. You know, even the anti-skip didn't work. And then I got an MP3 player in my my I guess it was junior year of college when I was training for my first marathon. Uh, and I got an MP3 player. I think I, it might have been by Diamond Rio or something. Uh, or it was called the Rio. I think that's a country music band. But there was something, Rio Diamond or something. But it played six, it held six songs. <laughs> I put six songs on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I would have them for a week and then I'd go in and switch it. And and it was like, it was way better than like a cassette tape or a CD because sure. you could you could uh-huh. really easily change them. And it was small and it was just probably to plug the thing in with the cords into the computer and then go into your little file manager and swap the songs out. God, it was so different. Uh, <laughs> but that yeah, was so, like, that was amazing back then, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, you couldn't physically do this. You know, I still did, not, not then, not 20 years ago, but, but before people had smartphones, like every time in the car, because I was really into the personal development stuff in the early days when I was out of college and working and unsatisfied with work and trying to figure out what to do. Uh, and I would just listen to things all the time in the car, just cassette tapes and CDs. You would go to Barnes and Noble and buy CDs like from their CD rack of mm-hmm. like, you know, audiobook CDs type of things. And they were way expensive and all that. But every minute in the car, I would put that on. And so like in some way I was kind of doing this then it's just not quite as maybe on the go. Like if you were running, you couldn't do it. If you were outside, you couldn't necessarily have the stuff then quite so conveniently, but you could still fill a whole lot of hours. And like we said, I mean, you know, TV, TV's been around <clears throat> since what, 1950s or 40s? Uh, yeah. And right. I'm sure people have, have been filling the, the filling the space in the background with with that on. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. So yeah, so I think the I think for sure th- this tendency 
or this need for noise is probably not too modern. I, as, I'm, as I'm thinking, I'm like wondering, like, what about a hundred years before that? Like, were people finding some means of distraction? And if someone couldn't stand to be by themselves, they'd be the person who was always like talking to other people and annoying. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or I don't know. So, so maybe maybe it's a twentieth century phenomenon. But I think you know what what we have now, which is kind of along the same lines of that we now have this ability to listen to things because of what, what phones do for us. Uh, it's what I said earlier with the, with the, the whatever segmentation or fragmentation or what it is of the market and like these interests and there's all these, I mean, there's just so much stuff now. So I don't think, I think people thought they had way too much information coming in in the eighties just just mm-hmm. with you know the amount of books that were being published and all this and it just probably seemed like information overload and the, and the 30 TV channels and now what do we have a thousand times that much you know that that one person in their interest area could listen to on a given day uh, or read and so like I think that's sort of a new problem I mean it's always been a problem but but like the the extent of it now of how much stuff if you're dedicated to a topic or an artist or whatever like to get through the volume of stuff that they are listening like you just you can't possibly do it and I think I think probably it's very easy to fall into, like I, like this is not that different from like I used to read all these personal development books and I still do sometimes. But like I would get so many different habits I was supposed to do in the morning and mm, and I mm-hmm. couldn't because I, it would fill it would fill your whole day if you did everyone <laughs> if you listened to five people's <laughs> advice about what you should do to start the morning. And I tried to do that. I would try to say, well, I'm going to take this one and this one and this one and I'm going to do all of what these people say I should do. And then I wasn't actually doing anything. I was just preparing to do stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that is probably a a relatively new thing, at least the the extent of it, like I said. Uh, yeah, so I think this is a good topic. I think I think there are probably a whole lot of people who are who are dealing with this stuff. And unfortunately I don't think there's an answer. I think I think you have to have your own internal barometer like you did, Doug, in this in this moment and realize that something's not quite right. You need to actually you know, sometimes just just live and be alive and enjoy life and, and not just not have input coming in. Did you read the Deep Work books uh, or Deep Work book, the Cal Newport books, that one in uh, Digital Minimalism? I, I read Deep Work. I did not read. I did the okay. Blinkist of Digital Minimalism. Okay. I don't like Blinkist. I'm, I'm out on Blinkist. I, told, I, I mentioned that a couple weeks ago. I yeah. I got a trial and just couldn't. Just... Yeah. That's <laughs> anyway. a, I, that feeds, it feeds beautifully into my, uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my problem. <it. laughs> Well, anyway, I, I don't remember if it was deep work or if it was digital minimalism. I think it was deep work. Um, you know, he cites Cal Newport is a is a maybe computer science professor mm-hmm. in Georgetown, I think. Um, but anyway, he cites a lot of research and you know, pretty pretty good books. I would highly recommend those. They've come up in a lot of these episodes. But he basically d- d- talks about alone time and the, and the value of alone time. And you know, in that, if we would go back and read that, he probably answers our question about how how modern this phenomenon is. Um, mm-hmm. But they, he and some, he cites some other woman's work, I believe, and he's talking about how they're defining alone time in this modern era when it doesn't necessarily just mean being with another person. It means having your brain free in that moment of the influence of other people's thoughts, mm. which is total not the exact definition they're giving, but that was more or less what it what it meant. Yeah, and that which meant, means no books, no podcasts, no right, radio. Exactly. None of those things that we all use to fill so much of our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
that's you know i think i don't know it's hard to read that book and and not come out of it saying like this is you know like we need a lot more space in our lives for a lot of reasons that we didn't even realize right not just like not just day-to-day you know levels of happiness but like long-term health perhaps long-term satisfaction fulfillment like things that really deep things that we may not really realize that we're doing wrong until 20 years from now when everybody's on antidepressants or whatever (laughs) all right segue to blinkers doug (laughs) (laughs) no um no, okay. Thanks, Matt. This uh, this is an important pot topic. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something we don't do very often. We did this uh, a little Ooh. while ago. We asked for for oh, feedback. Okay. If you if you have any um, if you have any uh, experience with this that you want to share with us, feel free to email me at doug at nomadathlete.com. I'd love to hear it. You can also copy Matt at nomadathlete.com, but I'll share it either way. Um, and I also want to know. If if you made it this long into the episode, I wanted to know if you would be interested in if we reactivated our phone line, where you could Ooh. call and leave a message for us. The fresh take, subway fresh take hotline. This, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was our first sponsor. <laughs> not slash not slash made up. Sponsor. Made up sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, if we reactivated the subway eat fresh hotline. <laughs> fresh take. Fresh take. <laughs> fresh take hotline. <laughs> so so you could leave us a, a message and we would answer some questions on the on the call i would like to get back into doing that but uh we used to yeah. get some messages but you know no. yeah no, they were fun and we played people's voice on the air felt like there was more going on than there is uh you dug got me excited a second ago when you two minutes ago said that when i said i didn't like blinkist you said that is actually a segue into something and then he said, we're going to bring back, and I, I got really excited thinking that we were talking about Downward Facing Doug, that that segment was coming oh, back. Oh, yeah. Where Downward you come on at the Doug. end. We should totally bring back that. Yeah, and you just, you bash some sort of cable company that has you angry that week for <laughs> making you wait or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I used so, to get really excited about those, and every time you'd be like, Doug, you can't really just bash <laughs> It's just your little personal things you were mad at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we so, totally have to bring that back. Okay, so do you do you have a downward facing Doug about Blinkist? Like, what what was it that when I said Blinkist, you said you had a, you had a reaction or something? Oh, uh, a segue. I said it plays really well. I think what I was trying to say was it plays well into my um, bad habits of of like instead of reading a book, I'm just going to listen to 15 Blinkists. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, uh, totally. Just, that that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's just sort of the short attention span. Yeah, exactly. Version of of the re- reading too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, Blinkist was a sponsor of ours a while ago. They were, uh, yeah. Yeah, and we read their ads dutifully, and, and I think you had listened to it and enjoyed some of it. But And I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, too, for the first couple of days that I had it, because I got it at the beginning of the year thinking, I'd love to like get through a ton of books. Um, but it felt like school too much. It was like it, re- it really wasn't the whole fun of reading. and the, like I realized that when I read a book, even a nonfiction book that is teaching me stuff, Link has made me realize that I'm not just doing that for the learnings of it. I'm doing it because mm. it's it it is it is an activity that actually is relaxing and nice. Um, contrary to everything we've said here, where all in, all input is terrible, uh, it was it was actually a nice thing to to read and enjoy and you know take take ten pages to read what maybe could have been said in one if that was the goal, just to convey the point. But uh, I don't know. I also think when you convey things in in a way that is entertaining and and engaging. Uh, you're also, I mean, not, this is my opinion. It's known that you are way more likely to actually retain that information and right. make other connections to other things to make that nonfiction 
more useful. So anyway, the value of Blinkist to me was that it was that it pointed me to some books that I wanted to read, like the Mark Manson book. That's actually why mm. I read it, because it was my favorite one of the Blinkist. Su- I probably did about 10 Blinkist summaries. And that was the one that I said, wow, I really want to read that. Um, but yeah, so good idea. I don't I don't hate them for doing that. And I think it could be the right just, thing for a lot of people. Just maybe not for you. Just maybe not for me. Yeah, definitely not for me. Well, on that note, that was the that was the Mad Matt segment. There we go. <laughs> I wasn't mad. I was being nice. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> no, but let us know if you have an experience uh, with this that's worth sharing, or this topic, or um, or if you want us to bring back the the hotline so you can call. You can call, leave us a message with a question, and then we would answer it. We would play it and answer it on there. Mm-hmm. Or definitely let us know if you want to bring back downward facing Doug. Or Doug's yes. Did You Know. Remember Doug's Did You Know? Oh, yeah. Doug's Did You Know. Also <laughs> also didn't make it very long. No, cause... short-lived. Mm-hmm. I think I started uh, punching holes in some of the facts that you were bringing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. <laughs> and also, if you're still listening to this now, then you definitely seem to like us. So leave us a, <laughs> leave us a review. And I yeah, do. right, right. If you're still listening, definitely leave us a review. Uh-huh. All right. Good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All Doug. Right. Thanks, Another good Matt. one. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye.